And welcome back to another episode of Marketing, Management, and Money with your hosts, Ryan and Ryan. So today we're going to delve into something that uh, I've, I've wanted to, you know, I've wanted to kind of look at for quite some time, and that is some trends in entrepreneurship. And I'm going to kick this off with a uh, report. Um, it's it's a couple years old now, but the trends haven't actually changed. Uh, this this uh, report was uh, done in February of 2016, so uh, we're looking at about four years old uh, at the time that this came out. It's from the uh, Office of the Small Business Administration uh, here in the United States. Uh, this particular report was done by Daniel Wilmoth, Ph.D. So thank you, Daniel, for helping us out on this episode today. And uh, I kind of want to look at uh, some trends that that we're seeing in entrepreneurship. So first off, Ryan. Yeah. Would you think that now is a good time to start a business? Ooh. Like everything uh, that's going on, and 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 yeah, I, you know, here's another thing that I've got to throw out there that um, we are pulling our information from uh, sources in the United States. It, right, it's virtually impossible to you know state definitively for every country in the entire <laughs> world that uh, this is what is going on. And so, you know, we're going to use the United States as, uh, I mean, obviously they do dictate what direction, uh, you know, a lot of the world markets move. Uh, but given that... <laughs> That's definitely not arrogant. <laughs> well... <laughs> 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 it's not. It's factual. That Welcome to America. The United States no has wonder the largest why GDP. Everyone hates us. Jeez. They have the largest GDP in the world, and they are the business I know, influencers. I know, I know. Okay. Now, I mean, I guess you could <laughs> you could argue that the European <laughs> Union combined is uh, it's about the same size as the United States combined, and uh, you know. They, we're not going to get into that level of analysis on this. Oh, come episode. on, it could be fun. I it, don't avoid my question. I wanted to know I would am. you launch on purpose. Uh, would, would you would you launch a business in in today's environment? Oh, uh, man. I I really honestly legitimately I really think I would. Good, cuz you currently are. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, okay, I'm thinking I'm thinking other things besides this. If I I don't know. I'm not great at ideas, but if I had some genius product to manufacture would i be comfortable in today's market taking that to market right yeah starting to pursue that because it's no small task i mean even even uh, as big as tech is right now going into the tech space into software and, and things like that i think i still think it's super daunting right yeah uh but I, in, in those terms, I mean, I realize that that's what we're doing here, right? But in those terms, I still think I would. So th these are the numbers, all right? I'm, sure. I'm, I'm pulling this off of uh, good old Daniel's report. Uh, at age 30, you've got less than 4% of millennials are choosing entrepreneurship as their primary uh, employment, okay? Okay. 
at the same time period. So you got you got to realize that we're talking age 30. If you go with uh, Generation X, uh, they were 5.4%, and the baby boomers were 6.7%. So a percentage per capita number is showing a steady decrease in how many of the rising generation are interested in entrepreneurship as a primary source of income. You know, like this is yeah. this is how they they survive, this is how they provide for themselves. And you know, so I'm super curious where you're going to take this conversation cuz it's not looking great right now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to tell all of our listeners to just stop now. It's yeah, not worth right. it. No, I, I think it's important to understand that, okay, here's another thing. With the internet, how many people tell us that it's never been a better time to yeah. start oh, a yeah. business? There's, there's more, you know, access to resources to help you launch mm -hmm. your business. There's more information. Uh, you know, the internet has just completely leveled the playing field. Um, I, I, I'm going to argue that it's actually probably tougher today to have a business, uh, to, to make entrepreneurship your livelihood. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking about side gigs. I'm not talking about the side hustle that you love <laughs> so much. Oh, I knew that word was coming. I could <laughs> feel it. It's like, oh, crap, I can't think of her name. Okay. I can't either. Oh, my gosh. I am... Embarrassed. I am ashamed of myself right now. I'm usually, I'll just stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe this says something about me. Thankfully, it probably puts me in a better light than otherwise. But so Dax Shepard's wife, I cannot think of her name. She plays in The Good Place. Anyway, so legit, she has like, and I, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is honestly, honest to goodness true. She can like sense when a sloth is near her, right? In that same way, it's coming back. Hold on. I can see it. In the same way that she could sense when a sloth is in the room, I could sense when somebody's about to use the word side hustle. So, so it's like this out of nowhere, I just get nauseated and oh gosh, here. Somebody's going to say it. My gosh. Just a couple minutes back. You were asking me where I was going to go with this one. <laughs> I'm just jumping on board, man. I'm right. just I'm just getting on All board. Right. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the random episode of Marketing Management and Money, where we just talk about whatever we feel whoop, whoop. like talking about. Here we go. Uh, okay. Let's try and bring this into some useful information. So... <laughs> <laughs> Like six cents about sloths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. That's, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to make the argument that it is harder today to make entrepreneurship your primary means of survival, of, you know, just providing yeah. for you and your family. I, yeah. I think that it is more challenging. And I think that's one of the reasons why you're seeing more of the rising generation. Choose to work for someone else as opposed to start their own business. Now, we're going to go all over the place because uh, this There's is just going to be fun. To this, yeah. holy crap! The the first thing that I want to talk about is I want to talk about e-commerce as the great leveler. 
Beautiful. Everyone says, well, you've got e-commerce that just makes it possible that, you know, that that uh, little old grandma can knit her socks and she can sell them globally, yeah. which never yeah. would happen before. Well, so I, I actually really like where this is headed <laughs> because I was actually just thinking about this last night. Uh, there's a small business that I've had conversations with and kind of helped out, not really like consulted with per se, but um, they – they produce honey. They have beehives and, and produce honey and a few other things. We've talked about other avenues for uh, that they could go down with their products and whatever. But okay. uh, that's one of their big things. It's like, well, got to get online, right? Yeah. It's like, mm, I don't know. Do you? So, so I was going to ask you because you actually have quite a bit of expertise, um, especially with platforms such as Amazon. Yeah. where you've helped a lot of businesses get their products on Amazon and and start selling. And you've had right. a fair bit of success yeah. in the selling side of things. Yep. What about the take-home? What about at the end of the yeah. day, can, can, can I quit my day job and start selling on Amazon mm-hmm. and think that this is a realistic strategy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate this answer, and I'm sure our <laughs> listeners do. But it depends, but it's not always it's not always as lucrative as people make it out to be, right? Yeah. Especially with some somebody this behemoth like Amazon, it's not like you're just gonna latch onto them and they're gonna take you for this ride of success, mm-hmm. right? If you latch on to them, they want their piece too. And, and a lot of times that's a that hurts. It's a big piece. It's, it's a pound of flesh. Yeah, they take a bite. Yeah. Uh and and that's what I was saying. A lot of times it doesn't make sense just for the in the sheer numbers of percentages, the what they want back. It just is crazy yeah. and doesn't work. So, so I, I was working with an author who they were selling on Amazon. They were selling their book on Amazon. And Every time they sold a book on Amazon, they lost money. Yeah. Like, they were 100% upside down. It wasn't that, oh, okay, I've got to hit a certain volume count before I start making money. There was Mm -hmm. no chance of break even because by the time they were done paying for the shipping, paying for the printing, paying for their marketing, paying for, you know, this, 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 uh, it was 100% upside down. And I asked them, I'm like, why, why are you doing this? And they're like, well, it, I have to, you can't be an author and not be on Amazon. You know, how, how, how does that that work? That's that's the mistake right there is you don't have to, you don't have to do any of these e-commerce platforms per se. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. E-commerce is a, an amazing tool. It's revolutionized the way we do business the way we do marketing, the way we sell products, the way we interact with each other. You don't have to do it. And it doesn't make sense for everybody in every situation. Mm-hmm. Right? And and there are situations where Amazon might not make sense, but maybe selling through PPC, through Google ads or uh, Bing ads or Facebook ads or you know something else makes sense where Amazon doesn't. Uh, I've seen that a lot of times where 
you know, selling on uh, the big box store, like their online s- storefront makes sense for a small business. And where you would think, well, if it makes sense on, you know, this big box store, if it makes sense on their website, it's got to make sense on Amazon. And, and no, it doesn't. So like I've seen that a few times. So I'm going to go back to this question of not, not can I make money? Can, can you make a living? Can uh, I make a living Yeah, using these platforms? And you can, for sure. You can. You're very likely not going to do it with designing your own t-shirt brand. Please Yes, I know. For, for everything <laughs> sacred and holy. If, if you're going to launch your own private clothing brand. You're in for a struggle. It's not to say it can't be done, but. It's so hard. Oh, my god! That space is absolutely crowded, and everyone yeah. thinks that they're going to launch their own private brand, and then they're going to e-commerce it, and they're going to make millions. Yeah. I've never worked with someone who's been successful at that. Now, and I've I've worked with plenty of people. I've worked with plenty of people who have not been successful at that. Right. And and that's what I was going to say is like this is not my expertise. Yeah. I'm not the guy to come to if you're trying to do, yeah. you know, your own clothing line and you yeah. want to sell it via e-commerce. Yeah. I am not your guy. However, I've still worked with a good dozen businesses and not a one of them have even come close. It's not like, oh, we're almost there. It's like, dude, how much money do you want to just keep sinking? Yeah. So I I worked with a, a small business, uh, this entrepreneur who was working on launching his own clothing line. Mm-hmm. And it, it was cool. But like every other clothing entrepreneur out there it's cool right whatever it's hard to have an amazing t-shirt that's not already out there yeah so he's designing and screen printing his own shirts which is really cool i was supportive bought a few shirts did what i could to help him out in business and otherwise and uh he uh started taking on clients and started screen printing for other people right to supplement his Because he was trying to live on this. It was yeah. it was that, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to screen print my own T-shirts and sell them online. Like, it's going to work. And it didn't. Yeah. Not, at least not initially, right? Uh, and unfortunately, even in the long run, it didn't. But uh, So he started taking on this work of screen printing for others as a side gig. And... <laughs> To not uh, if if you want to know why Ryan is so anti that it it goes all the way back to our second episode. <laughs> so if if you want to jump back to episode number two and you can hear why Ryan just hates the term side hustle, I I just had to throw that in because yeah, fine fine fine. It it was it, 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 it was a fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. So you okay. got the screen so, print, screen printing guy. So anyway, uh, he is still currently in business as a screen printer for other people. He no longer does his own clothing line. Uh, and he's amazing at it. He does some really, really cool. He's very talented at it. But even so, and even getting him on the right, quote unquote, right platforms and whatever that he wanted to be on, it... It just didn't work because yeah. there is an unbelievable amount of competition out there for that. Yeah. 
And it's not just that. I mean, we're, yeah. p- we're picking on that industry, but really. But it illustrates a point, right? That it, it is so hard to have a small business that provides a livelihood. And yeah. this is why, going back to the report that, uh, you know, that we kind of kicked this off with, this is why you're seeing a decrease in how many people are really wanting to jump into entrepreneurship because mm-hmm. it it's tough. It's tough out there. I, I, I want to pick on another platform, and I'm going to say pick on it because I'm not a fan of this platform. I thought I was right at first, mm-hmm. and the more that I've gotten to familiarize myself with it, I'm not a fan of it, and that's Etsy. Um, and, and I'm sorry for calling it out, but the reason why I'm calling it out is because I see these entrepreneurs think that Etsy is going to be, they're like, oh, you know, I, I make my own fill in the blank, you know, whether it's soap or whether it's going to be, you know, mittens or whether it's going to be, you know, custom chess pieces or whatever. And, and, you know. Originally, I'm like, what a brilliant idea of, uh, you know, creating a platform where all of these, uh, you know, developers can go to, to sell their stuff. Right. It focuses on the top line sales. It focuses on making the sale. But the amount of work that goes into these custom pieces and, you know, basically commoditizing it through the Internet makes it so that the producers, they just struggle, the artists struggle to make it make sense. Yeah, and that points directly to another episode we did on the marketing triangle where if you're trying to produce a quality product, like like high, high quality, and you're trying to do it at a dirt cheap price because that's what the market demands – and you're trying to differentiate by being online and doing all of that, it, you're betting the farm and you're going to lose. Yeah. You can't sustain it. Just like your, your friend that, or your, the individual that you worked with, uh, the author, you know, it, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and you've got to realize that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just really tough. Now, are we saying that e-commerce is bad? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew that was coming. Sorry. Yeah, you you were quick on that one. Quick enough that I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. back up, back up. Mate. We're not saying that e-commerce is bad. There's nothing wrong with e-commerce. It's just really expensive to get into. It's hard to make the margins that you need to make to be successful as a small business. Mm-hmm. Period. I've never seen anyone that is just killing it on margins in these platforms. They're usually tight margins, which means you have to have volume in order to make it make sense. It's tricky. And that's, yeah, that's really tricky. That's what I was just going to say. It's really hard to get that right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even so you see uh, these startups where entrepreneurs go on live TV, supposedly to pitch their product and, Mm -hmm. And it's like, even, even with that, not all of those make it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even with that level of publicity and, and mentorship and guidance and resources, availability to um, other markets and things like that, they still struggle. And, you know, there are a, a litany of inherent problems with 
just trying to produce at that level. Yeah, just you know? getting it out there. Yeah, it's it's tough. a small business. It's really tough. So, what are we going to be able to do? What can we offer our uh, you know our listeners? And there are there are some some really smart strategies that. I feel are smart that I'd like to put out there. So if you're listening, rather than just, you know, thinking, oh, okay, well, this sucks, <laughs> you know, but there are some things that you can do. And one of the things that you can do is you can embrace the side hustle. I know your favorite, but I didn't see that one coming. I don't have a sixth sense for it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but you can embrace the fact, and people are. More people are working some sort of side gig entrepreneur uh, option now than ever before. And that's what I think the Internet has really allowed us to do is it's allowed us to be maybe noncommittal to entrepreneurship, to dabble in it mm -hmm. a little bit and and be successful. And the nice thing about that is you don't have to give up your livelihood and risk it all to try living your dream. You can live your dream on the weekends, you know, and, right. and, and make something happen. So I don't have anything against selling on Etsy, but if you're trying to do it to replace your livelihood, the percentage of success is so ridiculously low that that is just a horrible, horrible gamble. And that actually brings me to point number two on the strategies is don't give up a good thing unless you have a sure thing. If you've got a good thing going, I know a lot of people, they, you know, when I was doing business consulting full time, I couldn't count how many people would come in and, you know, the reason for wanting to start a business is because they were sick of where they worked. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, that that's actually not a great reason, right? Because entrepreneurship, you talk with people who own their own business, and they're sick of all their customers. They're sick of all their suppliers. They're sick of the competition. You know, it, it's like ah, it, it's Just trading some problems for other problems. Yeah, the grass isn't necessarily greener. Now, if you're passionate about what you do, if you want to make a difference, those are much better reasons to to jump into entrepreneurship. And so. You know, I I just look at it. I'm like, don't don't give up a a good thing in hopes of something better. Yeah. If, if you're going to make that leap, make sure that you've got something secure to to leap into. Otherwise, you know, just keep doing it on the side. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was gonna say um, to kind of comment on your first point that. I, it is more difficult, I feel like, to, uh, and again, for a, a litany of reasons, it's more difficult to um, make something, make a small business or make entrepreneurship happen in today's day and age. Uh, but as I feel like it's made um, that part-time kind of a side gig, entrepreneurship. I don't know what you want to call that. Like it's I'm a not, side no, hustle. Don't. It's oh, a side hustle. No, that's stupid. <laughs> Ugh. I, I can't anyway. Uh, it's like career point five. It's like, you've got your, your first career and then it's the next a little mini career. career. That yeah. Like you're quarter of in a there. career. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
it's made that so much more that process that uh, it's made it so much more efficient, right? I mean, you think about back in like the 1940s, if some farmer wanted to build cars and sell cars, it's like, no way. Yeah. You know, too big of a stretch. Right. But if some dude wants to have his full-time job and like electric cars are now a thing, like people are selling like electric car kits and, and whatever to turn a geo Metro into this yeah. crazy machine. You know, some dude can do that nowadays. So it's funny that you bring that example up because I was just talking to a friend of mine who in Q1 of this year has already surpassed selling cars. So he's been, uh, he's been just selling cars on the side mm-hmm. and he's already surpassed what his income is at his full-time job. That's insane. You know, it's cool. I'm like, hey, good on you. That that that's great. Yeah. You know. Well, but uh, yeah, it is great. But uh, you know, income from selling cars isn't always stable. And that's why he he flat out said he's like, if I knew that this was consistent, I would do this because I'm passionate about cars. He just loves tooling on cars. Yeah. And but he's like, I don't know if it's consistent, and so I yeah. stay where I am. And he's he's not in love with his day job. Oh, but, yeah. but he understands that it makes it possible for him to do what he wants to do. I, I, I'm going to give one final point of, uh, of advice that I personally think is very important, and that is in today's market, if you want to do entrepreneurship, you really need to understand the online platforms, e-commerce, social media. Too many people jump into the business prior to having an understanding of, you know, SEO and web development and those kinds of things. Take some time, do some online learning. I mean, there are classes out there like you wouldn't believe. And I'm like, learn something first and then jump into entrepreneurship or grow your business. But, you know, learn something, just, just study. And if you, if you're in the thick of it right now, it's okay. You can still just learn. Yeah, you know? take the time. Yeah. It won't do anything but benefit you. So if you're considering dumping your career <laughs> for the luxurious greener pasture of entrepreneurship, by all means, dive headfirst. <laughs> and that's, that's the moral amazing. of this story. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Now, consider your options. Be careful. Um, be smart about it. That's yeah, really all we're really, saying. Right? Yeah. Just just be, be smart. smart. You guys are smart because you're listening. So exactly. congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> you could be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Uh, if you have questions or comments, we'd love to hear your feedback. Reach out to us on Twitter at MMM Small Biz. And we'll catch you next week. Sounds good. See you then. Ciao.